missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. This is bound to happen when you start talking about chunky or creamy, Shaw, but uh, Jeremy says he normally agrees with everything we say, but he's a he's a chunky guy. He's a chunky guy. guy? My yeah. mom is too. And uh, Matt, our buddy Matt, uh, who listens every morning, said that yeah. he's a he's a chunky guy as well. Um, I told them both to throw it in the trash where it belongs. <laughs> uh, it is Peanut Butter Lover's Day, Shaw, so fact or bull crap? What do you know about peanut butter? Well, it's delicious. Yeah, it is. Let's see Make how much... ground up peanuts? Let's see how much more you know about I... peanut butter, Shaw. Peanuts grow underground. Is that fact or is that bull crap? Uh, fact. Hoo-ah! That's why they're technically a legume, not a nuts. Nuts grow on trees, Shaw, so you're one for one there. Legume. That's fun to say. It is fun. Would you like some Legume. mashed legumes this evening? Uh, Factor Bullcrap Shaw, peanut butter edition on Peanut Butter Lover's Day. It takes 540 peanuts to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. Is that Factor Bullcrap? 540 to make one 12-ounce jar of peanut butter. That sounds like bullcrap? Uh, National Peanut Board, which is the thing. Uh, says that anything labeled peanut butter has to be at least 90% nuts, and it takes about 540 wow. peanuts to make a 12-ounce jar. Shot. Wow. Back to Bullcrap Peanut Butter Edition here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. There are 32 cities in the United States with peanuts in their name. Is that fact or bullcrap? 32 cities in the United States with peanut in their name. Gosh, I would. Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's say fact. Uh, <laughs> there are six. Six. Peanut, California. Peanut, Tennessee, Peanut, West Virginia, Peanut, Pennsylvania, Upper Peanut, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and Lower no, Peanut, Pennsylvania. No, Apparently, no. Pennsylvania couldn't figure out right. some names. They just they said, two peanuts. we'll go with Peanut, and then we'll go Upper and Lower. There we go. North and South. <laughs> upper uh, Peanut? Upper and Lower Peanut. Yeah. Right right around Peanut. It's fun to say. Uh, a couple more, Shaw. Factor Bullcrap. I know I know you got to run here. I'll try to get through these quick. But uh, Factor Bullcrap, Peanut Butter Edition. Peanut butter was originally sold as a peanut substitute for people with no teeth. Is that Factor Bullcrap? I got no, uh, no teeth. Going to say bullcrap. <laughs> I, I got no teeth, sir. A year after it was invented in 1894, Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, yeah, the, the Kellogg's guy, uh, tried to market it as a good source of protein for people with no teeth. Huh. I can't chew the peanuts because I got no teeth. I guess they're not a chunky fan. Probably not. It's so crunchy. Why didn't you grind it up better? Last one, Shaw. Factor bullcrap, peanut butter edition. Try to finish strong here. You only got one right. Yeah, I'm so not far. doing well. Uh, the record. For the farthest a peanut has ever been thrown, <laughs> That's thrown, Joe, one peanut thrown, okay. is just over 124 feet. Is that fact or bullcrap? That seems like a long way to throw a peanut, but let's say fact. Hoo-ha! 124 feet and four inches. A guy in the UK did it in 2008. Still stands. Hmm. That peanut must have had some that, weight to it. You know yeah, what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Well, you think of a peanut, it doesn't weigh very much, not very big, so you can't really get any, you know, perpetual motion on that thing. But you get a big, heavy-duty, a lot of girth on that peanut, you might be able to chuck that thing 124 feet and 4 inches like that guy in the UK did. National Peanut Butter Day. Take your crunchy peanut butter and stick it right in the garbage mm. where it belongs. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Lynn at Walmart, very concerned about my story. (laughs) We were there yesterday, Shaw, for a brief minute. Okay. I had to pick up a couple of things. And it was about, I don't know, 10, 1030 in the morning. 
and we were walking from kind of where the the toys and the health and beauty section is on the south side walmart Mm -hmm. over by kind of where the garden center is you know Mm -hmm. walking towards the registers and after you get past the toy section the next section Mm -hmm. is like the home decor there's like candles and clocks and mirrors and things of that nature and as we're walking by the aisle that's got like some kitchen gadgets in it there's a little kid I could have been more than like two years old, right? Oh, little guy. And I kind of look, and again, we're walking. We've got our stuff. We're ready to leave the store. We didn't stop. We weren't going down the aisle. Just briefly, in the in the one to two seconds it took us to go, you know, past this aisle, I, I caught out of the right, you know, side of my eye mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. kid, and he's got a toothpick holder, right? <laughs> and it's filled with toothpicks. Oh man! And he's going not like anymore. this. Listen. Like this, all right? I carry toothpicks with me all the time, right? And he's shaking them, shaking, 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 Right? It's fun. It's great. It's right there on his level, too. It's on the shelf right down at his level, right? He's a little two-footer. It's right there for him. Look at this thing, Ma. Look at this thing. This poor woman, I don't know how old she was, but she couldn't have been out of her 20s. She looked like she was in her young, younger gal. Did she look tired? 10 o'clock in the morning, this two-year-old has got a hand on these toothpick things, and he's just shaking, 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 And, you know, and you can hear it as you're walking towards the aisle. I'm like, what the hell is that noise? Because I have, you know, again, I carry toothpicks. I'm familiar with that noise. I'm like, it sounds like my toothpick holder. and But it wasn't me. So then we walk by and I see the kid holding. I'm like, hell, man, that's what I do in my brain. I'm like, yeah, I pick that thing up and shake it, shake it. Look how fun this is. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. You know, the mom is standing there and like her head is down. She's not even looking (laughs) at anything. And she goes, could you just stop? And I can't even do it justice, Shaw, because she was so just leveled by this kid. Like, First thing in the morning, this kid, Walmart, and she's got to deal with chicka, 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 chicka. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> it made my wife and I laugh out loud as we were walking by the aisle, and I felt bad because she probably heard us laughing at her, but her, the, just the, the exhaust right. and the I'm done with it in her voice, the tone that she had, could you just <laughs> stop? And this like, was only at 10 in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a long day, Mom. Oh, man, we oh, were laughing. Man. I just, in the middle of the movie last could night, I, I looked at my wife and I said, could you just stop? <laughs> it's sort of like that scene in Seinfeld where they're talking about the pretzels. I, I can't do it justice, Shaw. There's no way I could have the level of depression and just frayed ends of sanity that this woman had in her voice when she said to this kid, could, could you, you just, just stop? Stop. There's not enough coffee in the world. And I want to thank her for saying it because it made me giggle all the rest of the day. All the rest. Of the, I watched the Bruins game when I got home. I giggled through that. We watched the NASCAR race. I giggled through that. Watch, we're watching Hellraiser last night. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. And I'm giggling about, could you just stop? Oh, man. For the love of God. Oh, this poor I woman. I get it. 1030 get in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And you're there with your kid and he's mm-hmm. chicken, chicken, She's chicken, had chicken. enough. Well, and he's just loving life. He, all he needs is this like 10 cent thing with toothpicks in it. And she's, could you just <laughs> stop? Oh, man. It was a wonderful two-second interaction mm-hmm. between strangers, that's and that's all I needed to keep me going the rest of the mm-hmm. day. So thank you. I, 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 you know, hopefully that kid, you know, didn't get any more sugar that day or whatever, but oh, my goodness. It was so funny. And I knew you guys would appreciate mm. it Thanks. as parents and, mm-hmm. you know, the misery that children bring you. Mm-hmm. I went home and slept on a big pile of money, uh, by the way, last mm-hmm. night because I don't have children, mm-hmm. so it was glorious to hear this woman dealing with the stress of having children and just something as simple as a toothpick holder. Shake, 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 shake. Just <laughs> that was it, man. That was the straw that broke to her camel's back. She yep. just, could you just 
And the kid probably doesn't understand what's going on. And she says it to the kid out loud. Like, could you just stop? Oh, so funny. So I apologize if it didn't live up to the hype, but that was just. Uh, it was a good, it was a good oh, interaction man. for you It was you so to good for me and my yeah. wife. Yeah. We laughed and laughed and laughed and I'm still laughing now. <laughs> she was beaten. She was just well, a. She dude, was, that wasn't, that was she it. just got up. She's she's already halfway into her day. That's been a 5 a.m. thing. You know what I mean? And she ran out of stuff to do. So she's like, screw it. Let's go to the Walmart. Right. Drags this <laughs> kid to Walmart. Right, let's do something. We got to get Not even in the toy no, aisle. She's no, over in the kitchen no, gadgets. She and needs something. Yeah. I get could it. you Five hours in, that poor mom was already five hours in. <laughs> oh, man, I was dying laughing yesterday because of that. So thank you, lady, whoever you are, stranger. Hopefully it got better for you. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. March is here. Yay. Turn the days on the calendar. And here are some things to look forward to in the month of March, Shaw. All right. I, I like this. Few, I like this. Always some good stuff to look forward to. Daylight savings yes. time. Lose now an hour sleep, but we gain some daylight. We don't normally enjoy this. Uh, we don't, you know, it's kind of a pain in the rear end. It'll be nice because the clock in the basement will be correct again. <laughs> <laughs> My Twice a year, that's right. Never changed it. But uh, we spring forward March 14th, so not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Days will start to feel a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. They already do. I mean, it's staying bright out yeah. until mm-hmm. 6, 630 sometimes. Um, and after some uh, obviously weird winter weather in the last couple of weeks, the first day of spring is coming up on the 20th. So the following weekend will be the first day of spring. Those are so. all good things. March Madness, the first one in two years. Get started the 18th. Yeah, Shaw no runs kidding. through April 5th. Bubble Eyes are going to allow some fans in. I don't know if you've been seeing some of the news, but uh, they're going to start letting some fans into some of the rounds. Uh, as they get ready to do March Madness last year, of course, canceled because of COVID. Only time that's ever happened since the tournament started in 1939, Shaw. Yeah, it was the day that the Big Ten tournament was scheduled to get underway uh-huh. and everything shut uh-huh. down. Uh-huh. Uh, other sports stuff, obviously, spring training and baseball started. The Brewers got a win yesterday. Uh, what, what's the deal with spring training games on, on uh, KTY? Are you guys carrying any of these? Or There will be some. They, they don't make all of their sporadic. games that they play available for broadcast. Okay. Uh, so I don't know how many of them uh, will be offered. And then there's going to be probably some conflicts with um, you know conference basketball tournaments right. and state basketball tournaments and right. things like that. So um, If award shows are your thing, then good luck for you because the Golden Globes were out last, last night. night. But the Grammys are in two weeks on the 14th, and then the Oscar nominations are announced uh, a day later, so we'll be having uh, some award stuff going on. Big television shows coming back. The Voice returns tonight. I know people like watching people sing on television. They got some guy coming to Riverfest that that was on TV singing tunes uh, this summer. Good Girls on Sunday, Masked Singer. Next Wednesday, Grey's Anatomy. Next Thursday, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ooh, And then the new Godzilla and uh, Kong movie hits theaters and HBO Max on March 31st. And uh, then, of course, uh, Coming to America, the sequel. Uh, as well, and then holidays, Shaw. These are always important, right, for us to make make note of these. Yeah. There's a few big ones. Uh, you probably know about St. Patty's Day on the 17th, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Passover, which starts on March 27th. But then we've got some of the lesser known holidays, Shaw. These are things to look forward to in March, and the holidays are always ones I like to write down. National Cereal Day next Sunday, mm. or this Sunday, excuse me, this Sunday. Uh, what, what's that? The seventh. As in, like, Captain Crunch kind uh, of cereal? As in cereal, yes. Okay. Not serial killer. Not watched okay, got documentaries it. about Ted Bundy. Uh, here's one for Decker. Put this on his calendar. Ranch Dressing Day. Ooh. What day is that? The 10th. So All that's right. the Wednesday, the 10th, right? Wednesday the 10th. Uh, National yes. Napping Day, Shaw. Ooh, it's perfect for that? you. Oh, 15th. The 15th. So that's on a Monday, uh, which will be good, right? That's two weeks from today. 
after you get done, uh, you know, really rough day at work where the, the heat's too hot in the studio and you got to keep the door open and like COVID in, uh, you go home and take a nap, Shaw. Crunchy Taco Day on the 21st. That's a Sunday. Got to be hard shell, huh? By the way, Lay's, I think it's Lay's, they have a they have a crispy taco flavor now. Have you had these? A chip? Yeah. No. Oh, mama. Really good. And uh, National Puppy Day on the 23rd. <gasps> and International Waffle Day on the 25th. I don't know if IHOP is going to be doing waffles. I know they had to, to oh, cancel a few yeah. of these days because of COVID and whatnot. But International Waffle Day on the 25th. Mm. There you go, Shaw. Some stuff to look forward to. I saw Java Vino, by the way, over the weekend. Yeah. You, they have a waffle. Yes. Be- Benedict. Uh, Benedict. So instead of an English Ooh. muffin on the bottom, it's a waffle. Ooh. So all that hollandaise sauce and goes egg in goo the goes yeah. in the little square. It's trapped in the Holy little divots there. Holy crap. Was that delicious looking? If they have that on the menu next weekend, mm, wife and I are going. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a regular menu item or if it was well, just a special. Just but saw it and was intrigued. Oh, well, it was, of course, later in the morning after I'd already you know, gotten my day started and I wasn't in the mood for mm-hmm. breakfast. But uh, if that's a thing, next weekend we're definitely going there. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Shaw. Some stuff to look forward like to in the it. month it's of gonna March. It's going to be a good month. More. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. When I first discovered that Drew... Couldn't smell since birth, Shaw. Mm-hmm. This is way before not a COVID. COVID thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and this is not a COVID thing. Uh, how I, he was born. I thought he had mutant superpowers, <laughs> and he said that when he was in middle school, you know, his friends would try to test him by farting in his face. I said that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smell that. Great minds think alike. Well, you think he cooked up a special brew and that you could get him the one time, but no, he just had no Doesn't sense care. of smell. He was born with some sort of uh, thing. I can't remember what he what he called it, but uh, he can't smell anything. And uh, apparently, that is not a mutant superpower, Shaw. Oh. I looked up on my... It's just a... It's an abnormality. <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> but if you have a mutant superpower, like the ability to teleport, like Nightcrawler, if you have telekinesis, like Professor X or Does Jean somebody Gray, have that? Well, I mean, some people think they do. And if you have one of these superpowers, one of these mutant superpowers, you can get paid a quarter of a million dollars. And by whom? By the Center for Inquiry, Los Angeles, which sounds just like <laughs> some sort of government it facility does, where they're going to lock you up seven layers under, right. the ba- under the floor. You know what I mean? Like they're going to, they got some kind of secret basement, you know, uh, cage mm-hmm. where they stick you in after they find out you got superpowers. But apparently they've been doing this for a couple of years and they've got a, uh, like, thousands of, of, of submissions and they actually test these people uh so they've been running a contest quote-unquote contest <laughs> like how do you get the mutants to come turn themselves in call it a contest and offer them two hundred fifty thousand dollars. uh so they've been doing this quote-unquote contest for a few years shaw called the paranormal challenge and the rules are quite simple if you can prove that you have a superpower you'll win two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They've had tons of people from all over the world apply saying they have an ability that can't be explained by science, whatever that might be. But so far, nobody, not a single person, has been Mm -hmm. able to prove that they have this ability. And what's cool about this is they actually keep a running list of these mutants on their website, Shaw, so you can kind of see the trials and tribulations that some of these mutants have gone through to prove that they have these superpowers. One guy was called Dice Man. Meaning he could I don't know. roll some dice? No, he said he was a telepath who could apparently project images into people's heads and they used dice to test him, so they called him Dice Man. He failed. 
Uh, another guy was called the Lightning Man, okay. and he said he could make uh, lightning. Essentially, emit <laughs> static electricity from his fingertips, and he could also apparently teleport. That was, uh, of course, proven. Uh, to not, not be, to be the true. case. Yeah, just rubbing your feet on the carpet and giving somebody a shock is not really the same. It's well, cool, though, Shaw. It is. Don't dismiss it. I'm not sure it's a superpower. But. There was another guy who said he could make a top spin in strange ways on a table. Ooh, that was incorrect by using only his mind. Yeah, uh, so, you, by the way, if you want to find out more about this uh, super mutant challenge thing, this paranormal challenge that they're running, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. A, mm. a, a potential to win, quote-unquote win, a quarter of a million dollars just for proving that you have mutant superpowers, Shaw. And uh, even though they failed to prove their abilities, the Center for Inquiry in Los Angeles, which again sounds like some sort of evil <laughs> yes, league of doom, you know what I mean? Dr. <laughs> like, evil runs the place. One billion dollars. Uh, no, but uh, they say that one thing is common amongst all these people that have submitted and tried to prove their superpowers. Quote, 100% of the people we've tested completely believe in their own ability. Which, duh. Okay. Right? I mean, if they don't believe it, how are they going to get anyone else to believe it? So, But it's it's actually kind of interesting. I went through the website yesterday because I thought, ah, whatever, this is just some dumb thing. But I read through some of the the testing that they do, and they bring these people to the facility, and they, they have, like, a, a series of things that they ask them to prove, you know, like uh, that they have these superpowers and, and they process of elimination kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So uh, it's kind of interesting if you want to read more about it. Or if you think you've got mutant superpowers, then go to uh, the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com and maybe you could be a $250,000 winner. Job well done. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. I'm working here no more. Scott Robert Shaw in the Wisdom Newsroom for a three-way that's brought to us by House Diamond Jewelers. But before we get to the news, Shaw. Okay. These are the top things we want to hear from our boss, according to a recent survey. It wasn't a lot of people. It was only about 2,000 people in this uh, recent survey asked to name the top phrases they'd love to hear from their boss. Number one. Keep up the good work. Nope. Thank you. Boom. Number one. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Just a plain old simple thank you. Number one, huh? I'd like to get a response to the emails that I send. That would be nice. <laughs> uh, number two on the list of the things, the phrases that people want to hear from their boss. I appreciate you doing that. Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't want to hear these from our boss because it wouldn't feel like he's being true, right? You know what I mean? Like, I would never expect him to say that. Yeah. I'd expect that. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't mm. expect the I appreciate you. <laughs> like, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Did you fall down and hit your head? (laughs) Uh, Again, the top phrases that people would love to hear from their boss, according to a recent survey of 2,000 employees, that was helpful. So so far, these are all compliments. Yeah. Well, and that's what it is, basically. But there's no, like, hey, we found $1,000, and now we're going to give it to you. (laughs) Uh, This one is just, this kills me. Your time is valuable. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Are you trying to say my time's almost up here or what? Like, should I just be, you know, your time is, again, these are things I wouldn't want to hear. Don't, don't say, just say, here's an extra check. Uh, Number five, you went above and beyond on this. Mm -hmm. I know what I did. I did it. recognition though. That's always nice. I don't need the record. I did the work. I know what it did. I know what I did. But you know, it's appreciated that way. I don't care. I want more money. That's all I (laughs) care about. Uh, 
Uh, a few more in the top 10 are, how are you doing? Checking on your welfare. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we hoped for. <laughs> that could be taken a lot of ways. And then uh, another one in the top 10 is, I know how busy you are. Again, these are just top phrases people want to hear phrases. from their bosses. Not necessarily, yeah. It's not like a change at their workplace. Uh-huh. Obviously, I think everybody wants to get paid more. The survey... Uh, says that half of the respondents said words were their preferred method of appreciation, and 39% think that a small gift is in order. A third of people would want to be recognized in front of others. Want to be. Okay. And then 28% would rather have cash. So we're in the minority here, uh-huh. Shaw, when it comes to the cash. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cash is king. Cash pays the bills. Cash says, you know what? You're valuable here. It says all the things that I just said there. You could have saved a lot of time and money. Just by giving more money. It's a very tangible show of appreciation. Yeah, it's like, here, we think you're great. Here's cash. I don't need to be recognized in front of people. I know I'm great. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so exhausting, Shaw. <laughs> right, Shaw? You know it. To that's be, for sure. To be there. But there you go. The top phrases we want to hear from our bosses, according to a recent survey of 2,000 employees. I don't know. Recognition doesn't do anything. Road Trip says, did nothing show up on your list? I feel like if I hear nothing, I'm doing my job good enough. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Smart. I'm working here. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. How about a, uh, we'll look into that immediately. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. We'll take that under advisement. Yeah. I have listened carefully to the words you have said to me, mm-hmm. and we will take that. Into advisement. That sounds creepy. And then we will like form that. a committee. <laughs> right. That is a very creepy right, thing. Yeah, maybe someday we'll there. turn the heat down in your studio. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I've, a lot of emails have been sent already. Trouble tickets, the whole nine yards. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Did you do that, Karen? Karen? He's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Karen. A mask again? Karen Shaw won't stop. Mm-mm. Can't stop. Oh, no, no. Uh-uh. Not what? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Going into someplace to get food or what? Give me two guesses hmm. as to what this Karen is upset about. It's not Munchkins this time around. And the first one doesn't count, Shaw. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, masks. Boom. Karen has a doctor's note, this one. Oh. <laughs> that's, oh. They think that's going to, oh, well, geez, you're the first person to try that. We've never heard of that before. <laughs> Thanks, lady. I, Geez, if I only knew. They are discriminating. I have a medical condition. I have a doctor's note. As Wait, I have no doing? surgery. Wait, it's okay. I'm I had a deviated septum and so I accepted prostate. So do I. Just because of our policies, we can't offer you any service. Just because we don't. That's interesting because I went to four places in here and I ordered at four places. You're the fifth one. You're the only one who did this. You went to four what? places? How much does she need? How much boba tea does this lady need? Right. This was uh, a boba tea place. I don't know what that is. That's bubble the bubbles. Tea. Yeah. The uh, balls. Suck yep, my balls. Yep. Uh, the woman in Southern California, uh, the Karen there, walking into a boba tea place without a mask on and claimed she had an exemption with a doctor's note. Well, my doctor said I don't have to. They don't have I, a drive-thru or something? Because she, she, she had a deviated <laughs> septum. And as you heard there, one of the actual uh, employees so said, do so I. do I. Right. So here I am with a mask on. You think I like it? 
But uh, yeah, she didn't. She did not get her order. By the way, uh, oh, at that, that boba tea place, <laughs> and uh, she we had were, four others. Apparently. We were out. Uh, I took Grace to breakfast on Saturday downtown, and uh, we were at a restaurant, and we were like waiting for our table and standing there. And this woman walks in without a mask on, whatever, goes up to the poor kid that's you know behind the counter that's gonna you know tell you how long your wait is or get you get you right. sat Some and hostess person. So yeah. she comes in and he goes, "Do you have a mask?" And she goes, "Yes." <laughs> And then proceeds to just do business like yes, I have <laughs> and he one. just stares at her with his eyes like as big as saucers uh, like I don't know what to say because that's not in the manual. <laughs> do you have one? Yes. yes. I do have one. Mm-hmm. Not well, putting it on. I mean, no, I know, right? I know. Right. I got a whole ma- I got a whole drawer full of them at home. It was funny and crazy. Doctor's note with a deviated septum does not work, Shaw, no. by the way. At the bubble no tea bubble place. tea for you. No bubble. I, you have four other options though, apparently. Right. Go get your bubble tea. How much tea does she need? (laughs) A lot of it. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the morning sickness podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. Sticking up the button. Also, Shaw, I just recently read an article by a guy who apparently doesn't watch TV at all. Like at all? At all. I don't know what the hell this guy's doing, but he came up with a list of the funniest TV characters ever. Okay. You want to take a stab at number one? You'll never get it. The funniest TV characters ever. Yeah, and then we're not know. talking about the actor. We're not We're not talking about the person. We're talking about the, the character itself. I don't know. Lucille Ball. I don't know. No. Lucille, not even in the top five. Yeah. Simpsons. No, no Simpsons in the top five. Hmm. Again, this guy apparently has never watched television. <laughs> right. Not you know, maybe not since like before ten years ago. Uh, I mean, some uh, of these shows have been around see. for a while, but but yeah, nothing uh, classic on here. Not, no, nothing from Seinfeld. Nothing from The Office. No, nothing from Cheers. Frasier. Nope. Nothing from Frasier. Friends. Nothing. Uh, nope. uh, let's wait. No, number five uh, is split into two pieces. Five <laughs> B, by the way, is uh, Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, played by Rob McElhinney. Funny, yeah, funny guy, but not the funniest guy in the show. I think we can all agree that Charlie, Charlie is yeah. the funniest character. Why is your voice so high? My voice is high. I'm the one with the normal voice. You're the one with the high voice, dude. I have high voice. You tell me I have high voice. <laughs> yeah, your voice is crazy sounding. <laughs> Are, Are you, you kidding, kidding me right now? <laughs> Let's be honest. Charlie is the funny guy on the show. Uh, they're all funny. Don't get me wrong. Right. But Rob McElhinney is not funnier than Charlie. Uh, Phil Dunphy is 5A from Modern Family. And while he's, he is a funny character, yes. I wouldn't put him in the top five of all time. No. He's then, very dry. His humors. Then there's Gene Ralphio from Park and Rec, played by Ben Schwartz. Oh, yeah. He was funny. He was a funny character. Again, I don't know. But hey, a bit but character, But though. he's number four. How are you number four in the funniest characters of all time, and you don't have Lucille Ball or anybody right. from Seinfeld or anybody from anything? I mean, let's go Amy Poehler if you're going to pick somebody from Park and Rec, right? Next up is J.B. Smoove's character from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Leon. Again, that's number... Th- we're talking the third all time. <laughs> this guy apparently right. got hit on the head as a child or something. I don't know. Then there's... There's some show called Summer Heights High, which I'd never heard of. It's some Australian show. And there's a character on there called Jonah Takula, played by Chris Lilly. I watched the trailer. I have no idea what's going on here, but apparently that guy is the second funniest character of all time, according to this dude who writes for BroBible.com. And then his number one of all time is Terry Bernardino from Reno 911, played by Nick Swardston. No Lucille Ball, no Jerry Seinfeld, no Kramer, no Costan, none of that. Nothing from Cheers, nothing. This guy. Characters from shows that have only been around for a minute. Come on, dude. Those are not the funniest characters of all time. 
Not even close. No Golden Girls? I mean, I would put Betty White in there. Top five, certainly. If you want to see my top five, by the way, you can check out the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Betty White in the top five. Kramer from Seinfeld in the top five. I even put Cartman in my top five. South Park. I, I was wondering if there was any animated in there. No, I mean, this guy, I don't know what the hell this guy's watching, but it's terrible. This guy needs to get a clue. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaws. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock, your shot at my morning show money. 20 bucks worth this week, and even though we've got some issues with the phones this morning, we were able to get somebody to call in. Mm-hmm. We're working on it, Shaw. Mm-hmm. I got a long email from Chris O'Hearn that I did not read. I did see that it had something to do with the phones, and I just disregarded it because... You're not alone. Other stations having similar problems. I just don't... Whatever. It's not a thing that I care about. Uh, but we were able to get uh, some people calling in. Uh, and one of those uh, one of those callers was able to get through. Jeff. Jeff. All right, Jeff. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not? Oh, let's go with no. Jeff does not have faith in you, Shaw. Jean, however, does have faith in you. She said you would know it. Hmm. We got a text from Road Trip uh, who uh, can't win because we're not playing via text. I appreciate the... Uh, submission. He said he will know it, and I would donate to the Rock Foundation. Jeff also said that he would donate to the Rock oh, Foundation nice. if uh, you don't know it. But Jeff does not think you're going to know it. I think you are going to know it, Shaw. You do? Okay. I do think you're going to know it. We'll see uh, if I'm right. You ready? I think so. Listen closely. They used to call me Crazy Joe, but now they can call me Batman. Ooh. You want to hear that one more time? Please. They used to call me Crazy Joe, but now they can call me Batman. Oh. You recognize the voice, Shaw? I do. Okay, who uh, is that? That's Morgan Freeman, I'm you wanna pretty he- sure. You want to hear it one more time, just in case? Yes. All right, let's go. They used to call me Crazy Joe, but now they can call me Batman. Whoa. They used to call me Crazy Joe. Now they can call me Batman. Are you familiar with that uh, movie? That I think quote? so. I think we just talked about this a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Maybe. Um, you never know. Because I think the character that movie was based on recently passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's the case, then this would be the movie Lean on Me. Oh! On this day in 1989, the movie Lean on Me featuring Morgan Freeman as Joe Clark mm-hmm. hit theaters. Tough love school principal. They used to call me Crazy Joe. Now they can call me Batman. You are 100% correct, sir. Jeff was not right. And therefore, it's $30 next week of my morning show money up for grabs. Cool. 30 bucks of my morning show money. We even got a nice text message from a CenturyLink uh, technical guy. (laughs) He says he's a tech. Heard you say you're having trouble. There's no ticket for you in our system. Do you need a tech? I don't know. I don't either. Again, that's an, engineering, make that call. That's an engineering department problem. Let them deal with it. He said uh, he's got some availability today if needed. I appreciate that. Well, that's the, good to know. I appreciate you looking out, buddy. I appreciate that. Very nice to know. I've now got a CenturyLink guy. Yeah. In case. Keeping that one. a guy for that. Keeping that guy tucked away in the Rolodex, Shaw. You never know. Mm-hmm. 
$30 of my morning show money up for grabs. Jeff, not a winner this week. He did not have faith in you, Shaw, but he should have because you yep. knew that it was uh, lean on me. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Uh, it's the morning sickness with Brian and Gene here on 95.7 The Rock. And as we get ready for the St. Paddy's Day point zero one k, it's always nice to be joined on the phone by our friend Shelly from the Hunger Task Force. How are you, sweetie? Doing good. I hope you're going to hug me too. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I'm, I'm coming in for a hug. Shelley. I'm pro hug, with or without <laughs> mask. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an anti hugger. So I. Uh, I know that uh, the CDC has their recommendations. I have mine, and mine says hugs are uh, a necessary thing right now. For and me, so. masks are a necessary thing at yeah. our event. That yeah. will be next Saturday, a week from this weekend, and we'll be down at Riverside Park, and we got. Uh, approval from the county to to gather a little bit, if you will, and run the uh, 32.8 feet at Riverside Park, more space, uh, a longer time for people to uh, participate. You basically come down with your group anytime between four and six and run the race. We'll make sure we get photos and it'll be a lot of fun for you. And it benefits the Hunger Task Force. Shelly, how are things going at the HTF? Well, you know, we started some food distributions that are coming up on the first Friday of the month just to help people who have been struggling, um, you know, this last few months. And this thing is not over yet. So um, we're doing the safe drive-by food distribution. Nice. Um, and that's that's really helped folks, I think. Um, we've got a lot of government food that has come in because the government is also trying to help take care of you know, those who are less fortunate. So we've got the food. We want to move it out to eligible folks. And so we're starting these drive-by distributions again. And so um, things are still really busy here. I bet. And I'm I'm just really glad we were able to find a way to do this um, mm. this year. Thanks, you guys, so much. Yeah, last year, of course, it was the, you know, the, the final countdown there. We were getting ready, you know, the day before the mm-hmm. event. And then we got shut down by the city. So we didn't really have much of a choice. But... As I was saying to Gene earlier right. this morning, thankfully last year we were able to get people registered on the website leading up to the event, so we were still able to benefit the Hunger Task Force last year. And uh, was everything else last year canceled for you guys? Did you guys have any fundraisers? Because I know you have several throughout the year. Yeah, we had zero fundraisers. In fact, our you know our first fundraiser was scheduled for March as well, and we were right down to the line. And we thought, you know, we just need to be safe and just not do this. So we had zero of our fundraisers last year that are scheduled. But we did have a really good um, Food Drive Fridays event. In mm-hmm. May. Last year, May, last from, year in May, yep. yep. Yeah, with help from the Rotary Group. So that really helped us through the year. Yeah, I remember seeing lines of cars mm-hmm. at the uh, different locations where you guys were collecting food last year for uh, that drive through food donation. What's coming up after the St. Paddy's Day point zero one k for the Hunger Task Force? You guys are obviously working on trying to get things going uh, in the new year. What What's uh, coming up next? You know, again, we probably won't have our Rockin' Out Hunger concert event that's usually happening in March. Um, you know, that's just too many people indoors. Right. So we will be we will be rescheduling that as well. Uh, hoping to have our garden uh, up and running coming up here on the 15th. And, um, you know, that's exciting for us, the Kane Street Community Garden. And then hopefully we'll be able to have our garden fundraiser in August. We'll see. Wow. What can you do with $20, by the way? Because that's what it costs oh, for 20. people to register. So it's a $20 registration fee. That gets them a T-shirt, and they're going to have a, a beverage at Brothers if they choose to after they uh, participate in the in the run down at Riverside Park a week from this Saturday, the 13th. And, and so it's $20. What, what can you do with that? 
Well, $20 can feed three to five families, which is, you know, doesn't that seem strange? But yes. <laughs> uh, we can get, <laughs> yeah, we can get food donated um, and purchase food at, at a much better price than you or I going to the grocery store and, and donating food um, items. So we can do an awful lot with $20. Find out more if you go to our website, by the way, Shelly, and uh, right there is the registration. You can pick a shirt size if you're going to join us. You can straight up just donate if you want to do that. $20 donation will feed three to five families. Yeah, Isn't that crazy? crazy. Hunger Task Force in need, as always, and we're, uh, we're excited about our event a week from Saturday down at Riverside Park. We'll see you there, right, Shelly? Oh, absolutely. Big. We're so happy to partner with you guys. You're the best. Yeah, you got to be there. I got to get that hug. Big hugs. Big coming in for a (laughs) hot hug, Shelly. Thank you so much, Shelly. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, the .01K, of course, is brought to you by Paul's Heating and Air Conditioning, Brothers Bar, Schneider Accounting and Tax, First Business Solutions, and Genzi's Game Day Pub. And you can register on the website or on the app. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene. The Friggin' Sports are brought to you by Fred's Breaking Alignment, second home of the $6 million van. Soccer. Nope. It's up there, though. Okay. The most angry sports fans of all the sports. Yes, we're talking about angry sports fans. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. A new study analyzed posts and reactions from more than a dozen sports to determine which one had the angriest fans... On Twitter. WWE. Surprisingly, it's one of the calmest sports. Baseball? Calmer. Calmer? <sighs> Tennis? Nope. Calmer. Golf? Bingo. 42% of all tweets about golf were classified as angry comments. This is strictly on Twitter. And again, okay. there's not a lot of science here. Right. It's just they said mean things on the Twits. Soccer came in second. Yeah, see, soccer seems well, like they're... It's a religion for a yeah, lot of people. And they, they seem like they have a lot to say. They'll fight hooligans, <laughs> yeah, and they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll yeah. kill you on the field. They'll right. run onto the field. They'll you're, you're storm in the field and tear you yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. In, you're in some serious danger if you mess up in soccer. Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball came in at third. 26% of people on Twitter have angry uh, comments about baseball uh, when they're tweeting about it. Huh. NFL came in fourth at 21%. Boxing at fifth. 19% NHL, Formula One, and competitive darts all tied for 13% of all the sports. Uh, you'd be surprised that they're angry darters, but they're out there, man. They're having Don't it. Don't mess they're, with them. Yeah. Cycling at number nine. Like bicycling? I think so, yeah. Like bicycle, which if you've ever talked to anybody that rides a bicycle for a living, they're not very happy people. Uh, NBA and rugby came in at 10th at 9%. Mm. So those are the angriest fans in all of social huh. media for sports. Golf at number one with 42% of the angry tweets. Happy fans? According to this study, it's boxing. Even though they're on the list for the angriest, they're, they're also, also the on highest the list for, for the happiest. happiest. Okay. Yeah. 37% of boxing tweets are happy soccer next to 31% followed by how is it flip-flopped? How do they do that? How do they- <laughs> so people are either really angry or really, really happy, happy about boxing, golf, and uh, soccer. Those okay. three. So Don't make me angry. Uh, he wouldn't like you me. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. When I'm angry. But the angriest fans on social media, according to a new study of uh, tweets and, and Twitter uh, emojis and, and and whatnot is uh, is the golf people really very angry. Get in your hole. <laughs> you too good for your home. <laughs> if you've ever played golf, you can understand. Like you, I don't know where why you would care so much about another guy's golf game. But yeah. if you're playing golf, throwing clubs is a regular. I mean, it just is a thing. 
you know, you've got a wide open space in front of you, plenty of green fairway, it looks beautiful, and where do you shank it? Right into the woods, into the pond, into the dirt, into the trap. It could be one of the most humbling experiences you've ever had in your entire life, and, I, and that's even before you start drinking. You know what I mean? You get out on the golf course, you think you're having a good day, you're hitting a couple of good drives. Next thing you know, you shank a potamus one. It goes, it hits the the, 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 the million dollar prize behind you. The car parked on the on the side of the tee. It's, yeah, yeah. Golf is a is a very angry sport when you're playing it. But again, I don't know if I'm sitting home watching it and sending Getting out angry. So, oh man, it made me so mad. No, certainly not. Not me. Not not this guy. But Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. We have a uh, a very uh, special birthday today, too. Shaw, we do. You, re- you ready? Sure. How's your pipes? How's your pipes? Your okay. call cannot be completed as dialed. We can't do in, in-house? I, don't I, don't know. I have no idea what's going on with these stupid phone oh, lines. Let's lately. see. Shaw, <clears throat> clear your throat. Mm-hmm. You ready? <clears throat> yes. This is Corey. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Corey Moran. Happy birthday to you. We sure love you. We love you. Happy birthday, dear Corey. Corey Moran. Happy birthday to you. Place wouldn't be the same without you. (laughs) Did you get some cookies from your husband for your birthday? Not yet. We'll see what happens. Tonight. By the way, there's a lot of names on this list of phone numbers here that don't longer work studio. here. We might a lot need an update. We might need an update, Corey. Right off the bat, I see a Bailey, a Don, and a Ferris. <laughs> I, a Ferris. I don't think any of them are here. You've got a really old one. We then. do. Jeez, we I do. see a Matt and a Paul and a Susie. Is Susie still when, here? I don't even you, know what's going on When there. you've got time, Corey, is when all we're saying. When you got like two seconds, could you print ha- me a new one here? Happy birthday. Thank, Thank you. Susie. Hugs Happy from the morning sickness. Thanks, Corey. Susie, or uh, Corey Moran. Yep. Happy birthday to her. This place would not run without Corey Moran. That is true. Of all the people that could get fired, and we could all get fired, Corey Moran could never get fired. Should be the last one standing. Her and Christy Christy are going to hold this whole building up. It's the morning sickness with Christy and Corey. (laughs) We're the only ones left. (laughs) And we're back. Speaking of being back, 160 years ago today, Shaw, we mentioned this earlier, Inauguration Day used to be on March 4th. Yes, that's Until correct. Until they changed it and made it in January. And uh, on this day, yes. in 1861, Abraham Lincoln inaugurated as our 16th president. Never heard of him. It to each other. And... <laughs> Party on, you dudes! <laughs> <laughs> he was inaugurated on this day in 1861. Also inaugurated on this day, this was a little more recent, 1933, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, 32nd president. His speech, of course, contained the famous quote. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. 88 years ago today, Sean, 1933, Franklin D. Roosevelt. He had four terms, right? The only one? Yep. Yeah. And then they said, look, dude, you can't do that anymore. (laughs) That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, 71 years ago, 1950, Disney's animated classic Cinderella was released in theaters. How long before that one gets canceled, Cultured Shaw? Yeah, right. How long? Won't be long, right? Can we not put the mice in a good light or something? It's something about mice. You can't make mice work for you or something something like like that. that. Dumb glass shoe. Nobody's wearing a glass shoe. (laughs) Yeah, but she got her prints out of the deal. Got out of that house working for them evil stepsisters, yeah, right? Get that, mm-hmm. but glass shoe. I'll wear glass shoe. Gets Dumb. me out of my evil house. 47 years ago today, 1974, the very first issue of People Magazine hit newsstands. Mm. Any idea who was on the cover? What year? 1974. Uh, 
was just in a show about uh, uh, Farrah Fawcett. Nope, a show about dad and mom and and the daughter and the dad fell for the daughter. Mia Farrow, right? Wasn't that? Oh, uh, oh yeah. We're talking about Woody Allen. Oh. Yeah, Mia Farrow was on the cover of that. <laughs> and uh, 27 years ago today, a very sad day in the world of entertainment. Mm. A legend who starred with uh, Catherine O'Hara briefly at the end of that Home Alone movie, John Candy, mm. on this day in 1994, died of a heart attack, only 43 at the time. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Favorite movie starring John Candy? That one. Uncle Buck? Mm-hmm. My favorite, too. Great Outdoors is a close second. Just great in that movie. Obviously, he had a lot of bit roles in some like vacation movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. Mm-hmm. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes. Though, that's hard, probably my favorite. Hard not to love that one. But uh, Uncle Buck's one of those movies you can watch any time of year. You know, Stripes what I mean? was pretty good too. Stripes was funny, but you, you know, you get Bill Murray in a movie, and it's really hard to overshadow him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it just it doesn't matter what movie he's in; it's really hard to take his. His lead, but uh, John Candy was one of the greatest, and uh, thankfully we have a lot of uh, film uh, from him. Sadly, died way too young, though. Bad news, happy music, Shaw. What do we got? 50-year-old man in England, Jason Harvey, had a song in his heart, even if it didn't sound good when it came out of his mouth. He loved to fire up his karaoke machine at home and sing ABBA songs. Hell yeah, who does All night on Saturday nights. What's that guy's name? Where does he live? I'm going over. He he lives in England, Jason Harvey. They got more than 150 noise complaints. Neighbors say it's been a nightmare. It's so loud and his singing was terrible. Uh, he didn't um, just sing ABBA. He also liked to do Sultans of Swing by Dire Straits. And oh, man, this guy's a jam. Islands in the Stream oh, by Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Oh, man. This buried the lead. You're Come buried, on, Sean. You buried the lead. Come on, Gene and I can sing both parts of that here. <laughs> what are you telling? Oh, uh, Come, Come on, Shaw. That, his oh, neighbors man. complain? Yes. Apparently he's singing oh, Gene. Oh. Come on, Gene. Come on, Shaw. Me and you. Shaw, me and you will do the Kenny part. No, no, no. We don't know the words. No, we don't know the words. But in my heart, there was something going on. Because the guitar right here. No, I want to be with that guy. I don't know. That I can't explain. Run my fingers through your hair and drive me insane. How do you know the words to this? Because uh, oh, man. you got etched in there when you were little. And it doesn't on. On. You got to get to the chorus. We know the chorus. <laughs> so that's how we roll. Yeah. Oh, that guy. I want to hang stupid dumb neighbors. It's COVID, man. Leave that guy alone. Him He's trying to jam. He's trying to have a good setup. Uh-huh. Making love to each other. Uh-huh. Here comes Sean. Islands I in the stream. That is what we are. See? No one in between. How can we be wrong? Sail away with me. Come on, Sean. Sail. To another place. We can't rely on each other. Uh uh-uh. I have a limit, just one song per day. We sang happy birthday to Corey, that's good enough. That's it. This is this is reminiscent of my backyard party. Like, See that his you know, neighbors are jerks. That so guy needs to move. It can devolve into madness, Shaw. Speaking of Corey. It's a good day. Kinda of off the rails this morning. I don't Shaw. know. I don't know. She's probably in a zoom now. She can't answer. We got her at the right moment and now it's not gonna happen again. We can two five nine her. Right? I don't think so. Hi, it's Corey us again. Moran, it's us again. We're not done with you yet, apparently. 
Oh, We're boy. back. <laughs> Corey, would you like to do the morning sickness with Christy Nix? Because eventually when we have more budget cuts, like it's all of us are going to be It's just going to be you gone. and her. And it's, and it's the hi, only people it's the morning that can sickness run the building. Corey Moran. It's going to be you, Big Daddy Know-It-All, and, and Christy Nix. And that's it. You ready? I don't know that that would be as much fun as having all oh, you guys. Come I on. want you to say you're listening to the morning sickness with Christy and Corey. I'm not even <laughs> seven say it. Can she do it? I don't do think it. she can. Do it. You're listening to the morning. I can't do it. <laughs> Come on now, that's some scrapey bull. Give me, give me the real stuff. Come you on, you can do it. You're listening You're... to the morning sickness with Christy and Corey on ninety-five-seven The Rock. You're listening to the morning sickness with Christy and Corey on ninety-five-seven The Rock. Oh, oh, it's gold. Dang. It's radio gold. It's <laughs> take, magic. Ding, ding, ding. Corey. Yeah, that's everyone that's knows insane. I've got the best voice yeah, in the yeah, building. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You've got the face for radio. You've got hey, all the rest hey, of it. Hey, hey, hey! Have Don't a great birthday, okay? We love you. Love you. Where's my updated phone list? Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, Sean. Here are three things to do in and around lacrosse. No sound lounge this Friday, but if you got to get that live music fix, you can go to the Mount. Mount Lacrosse, St. Bernard Room, David Nash tonight. Playing a mix of original acoustics and covers. You can check out more info on David Nash on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. He's going to be up there at Mount Lacrosse, live music, David Nash, St. Bernard Room. Saturday. Going to be really nice, Shaw, mid-50s, mm-hmm. talking 56 degrees. Yep. It's going to be perfect weather for drinking outside at Petticoat Junction. They've got their first ever Petticoat Spring Derby. This is on OT and on Alaska. You probably know where that is. Mm-hmm. They're having a fishing tournament, volleyball tournament, snowshoe races, prizes, <gasps> giveaways, more, and $2 Keystone Light cans all day long out there at Petticoat Junction for their first annual Petticoat Spring Derby this Saturday. If you're looking for some more live music Saturday night, get to the north side of town. Former calendar girl, Abby Lane, going to be yeah. there at Bottoms Up on the old north side of lacrosse starting at 9 p.m. It's a late night thing, so maybe mm-hmm. get a nap in in the afternoon before you head out there. And then on Sunday, Shaw, again, three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Sunday, if you're really hungry when you wake up and yeah. you just got to get some fixings, why not get out to Trempolo for the annual Trempolo Fire Department Chicken Q. This year it's a drive through because of COVID. Starts at 9 a.m., Shaw. That's bright and early. You know how I like to eat early. That's not too early for chicken. Oh, I love chicken at 9 a.m. It's great. 9 a.m. Chicken. <laughs> 9 a.m. Chicken. chicken 9 a.m. Chicken. 9 a.m. Yeah. Chicken. Uh, half a golden plum chicken with potato salad, corn, dinner roll, and a pickle spear for only 10 bucks. If chicken's not your jam, they've yeah. got brats for $3 or brat dinner for 5 bucks. Proceeds go to purchase firefighter turnout gear and all sorts of other stuff. The Trempolo Fire Department having their annual chicken queue this Sunday from 9 until 1. Now, as always, there are plenty of other events happening in the Cooley region. You can find many of them online at aroundrivercity.com. And if you don't see an event that's coming up, you can submit it for free right there mm-hmm. at aroundrivercity.com. Three things to do in and around the cross this weekend, Shaw, each and every Friday right around 740. Can be a good weekend. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. At 957therock.com and the 957therock app.